Oh yes, GMP fans, we are here with our first official Halloween flick of the year, and to quote my furry, carnivorous friends, which means we're excited to cover Critters! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. Yes! I have an idea, Jesse. What if I just speak in Critter's language and you translate it? That's the whole show. Listen, I am pro-ideas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do our intro, but I'm going to do it in Critter's, and you're going to translate the intro for us. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hi. Uh, welcome, GMP fans. I'm Ben Begley. <laughs> and with me, as always, is our co-host, Jesse McIntosh. I really have to pee. Is that was I close? Sure. Yeah. I actually didn't even know what I was saying the third time. I did that just to throw you off. Yeah, I was prepared for two. <laughs> and then there was a third, and I was like, just boy, oh randomly boy. throughout the show, I'm going to throw it at you. I say, that's, <laughs> that's where out. I went. Oh, yes. Welcome, everybody. Jesse already did the intro via translation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're super stoked because we, we put it out there uh, to see what people wanted for Halloween. We're going to cover some horror films this month. And uh, I think two people said Critters. So yeah, we said, you majority. know what? That's a majority. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I it's love an it. overwhelming majority. That, I've said it a hundred times before. It's that easy to sway our show. Yep. All it takes is two tweets. That was, and we should celebrate because that was the one hundredth time you've said that. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a, <laughs> a nice round number. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the celebration. Celebration in Twitter. Do, language. do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Channing Tatum do critters? Yes, please. Okay. Here it goes. <laughs> it's done. So All right. There we go. <laughs> All right, so Critters, uh, I have the uh, pleasure of owning the four-movie pack right here of Critters. And I watched, um, I don't know if I ever saw Critters when I was younger. I remember specifically seeing some or all of Critters 2, I think on TV or something. Because the only thing I remember from Critters is that it was kind of like Gremlins, but way more violent. Uh, at least from my kid point of view, because mm-hmm. uh, Gremlins I loved, and even though it scared me, I would watch it like every day when I came home from school for almost a solid school year. I watched Gremlins or Garbage Pail Kids, which probably explains <laughs> a lot about me. But uh, you know, shout out to GPK the movie uh, Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, no, I got it. Oh, okay, I, I okay. did the math very oh, quickly. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, I remember the second one specifically. I remember the. Super hot bounty hunter female who I think who was a Playboy playmate I guess at the time. After rewatching it last night, I found that out. But um, and I also remembered uh, there's an Easter bunny scene where this guy's getting dressed in an Easter bunny outfit and these critters fly in, jump into his fly and he's running around and then he crashes through the church window and he has blood all over me, coughs up blood and everybody screams. As an adult, it's hilarious. As a child, it was terrifying. Yeah. Like I genuinely was shocked by it and i think i never finished it so i thought i had seen these movies then watching the first critters i was like oh i've never seen any of this before and i had a blast it's like the for me it's a really fun super silly kind of movie that could only exist in the 80s yeah and that they've tried the only other time i think something like this outside of the 80s has worked is slither which i think we talked about that on here right yes yeah yes slither is one of the only times but there's just this whole trend after gremlins of all these creature features 
And, and these little critters that would destroy, just maul and kill people. There was munchies, there's ghoulies, there's a whole, I mean, Puppet Master kind of. But anyways, I had a blast with this. Is it a good movie? Hell no. Is it fun? Definitely. Critters 2 is even more insane, though. There's like 400 critters in that movie. <laughs> and the gore is... I don't know how any... Either of these are PG-13. Yeah. Well... They're super violent. I have I have a small bone to pick with the cover of this DVD case that we're looking at. Here. Yeah. How many, how many critters have they stacked into the Critters 1 photograph? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. There are eight of them. Yeah, there's not They 15. make a, a very specific point in the beginning yep. to say there are eight critters. What a bunch of jerks. Yeah. Also, I'd like to mention that uh, it seems like every other cover they tried. First one, they're like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Second one, what is happening? Sure. Third third are, one. Are they on a... Pretty cool. Are they on E.T.'s flying bike? Oh, actually, sorry. It's like two and three suck, and then four becomes a normal movie poster again. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, was. it was his film debut, Critters 3, You Are What They Eat. Everybody knows that. That's the next one. I can't wait to watch <laughs> that one. That's my next one. Anyway, so uh, that, that's what I thought about it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the critter puppet effects were really cool and cheesy. Um, the... The family dynamic was hilarious. Um, Billy Zane. <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments we'll get to. It's when Billy Zane bites it or gets bit and then bites it. Uh, it was ridiculous. I had a blast. Uh, for all the reasons I watch Guilty Movie Pleasures. Jesse, now what about you, buddy? Um, so in the open of this movie with the aliens talking about... <laughs> the most exposition-heavy yeah, thing our, ever. Do you have the prisoners oh we lost a couple now they're escaping and now they're headed out of the galaxy yeah i for those like five minutes i was like i'm gonna hate this movie <laughs> this is gonna be one of my worst movie watching experiences of all time because i was just like what like who care? what is this why do we care about this like they probably in my opinion like for my taste should have just started on earth um, and like then they should have just dropped them and we could have figured it out from there. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't like it's super so necessary. Um, but then once we did get to Earth, um, it became like really fun. Yeah. And uh, it, like the um, critters were silly, but just like the the human element, the human dynamics were very, very grounded and very much like in a reality. Mm hmm. Um, and that sort of like helped the movie along to me. Um, so yeah, I had, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to before I started and way more than I thought I was going to once it in fact did start. Um, I, I would have loved to have just seen your face the first five minutes. Like, like oh, oh no, what did God. Ben do? Uh, he's getting back at me for waiting, isn't he? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I almost texted you to be like, are there humans in this movie? Should I change my expectation of what I'm going to be watching here? It's, but I, I will say, um, and he, I'm pretty sure he comes back in nearly every movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, except the fourth one. Um, Charlie, the guy that plays Charlie, his character's so annoying. And he's in three out of the four Critters movies. It, uh, what happened to the fourth one? Uh, that one takes place in space, and Angela Bassett is in that. What a... Stacked cast for later for a four later versions of the Critter films. Yeah, I mean, ninety one. She was doing stuff, and that was like peak Angela Bassett, she, right? Like, she cleared her schedule. Was like, <laughs> for, are you are you kidding me? There's a fourth Critters. 
Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Don't don't tell me it's in space. I'm oh, in. It, I'm in. I'm in. So um, so yeah, I'm glad you had fun with it, man. Yeah, it was a good time. It's fun. It's no Gremlins. Gremlins to me is a near perfect film. This is. A ridiculous knockoff. I have, I have three big questions yes. that we can sort of marinate on and attack as we go yeah. forward here. Um, number one, as the little boy was running, not the little boy, but like the young boy, as he Scott was Scott Grimes, yeah, as he was running away from the critters once they like became apparent, um, he didn't shut any door that he went through. He opened probably ten doors and or windows and shut none of them. There was definitely some rules as to critter uh, abilities and mobility that I was like, wait. Yeah, they couldn't get through the couch, but they could plow over a fence. And but, one of, and and they were randomly growing, but that never really pays yeah, off, yeah. and you never really understand why. Yeah, just one of them, I think, just, was. <laughs> just one of them was just an overeater. big enough to, like, not kill the sister. Also, later. why didn't they, um, I don't know, eat the entire human like when billy zane gets killed or the cow or like why not just eat everything instead of just it's just like it's like they came to earth to sample all of us like mm. good question but not in my top three okay that was in my top three it was not in mine because number two why didn't they shoot those needles when they couldn't get around objects and when they were like on the porch i think they had a needle needle shooting budget maybe (laughs) But they were like slowly walking up the stairs, and they're trying to load that shotgun. That was, that and they was the best silly, very easily could have just shot each ever. one of them because they're just like they're slow. it takes Brad. We'll get to that, but it takes Brad so long to come by and, and unlock the door from the other side. Yeah, and the critters are just like, should we make a move? <laughs> what are we doing? My biggest question. I know you have a third one, but my biggest question was uh, if they why were they bummed that they killed two of the critters on the way to the prison? And they had eight left, and then they escaped. Why didn't they just kill all eight? Like, why even bother imprisoning these creatures if they're so apocalyptic? Yeah. Like, I'm not advocating uh, the death penalty for all aliens. But they did uh, seem fine just killing them. Yeah, so it yeah. seems... Yeah, then they go to Earth and basically destroy everything but the critters. Right. So why not just kill the critters, and then you don't have to worry about it if that's your main goal? Great question. Did not make my top three. <laughs> What's your third one? Number three... How did he do on his geometry test? You're right. We never, we never found know. out, and that's the biggest hanging chat of this whole thing. Did Is he moving on to the next grade? In the second one, I'll be honest, I fast-forwarded through a lot of the plot in the second one and just watched all the critter stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his family's not around in the second one, so maybe it was so bad they disowned him. <laughs> they, don't, they don't support failing children. <laughs> and you can do Anyways. whatever you want in the field and in the heat of battle. Yeah. But what's important is your when you sit test. down to to make shapes yep yep <laughs> anyways let's do the plot in under three minutes how are right. we doing in there in the we are doing good let's do it let's do this nice. here, right. here goes okay guys here we i go. hope i don't mix up pl- uh the three, second movie two, it won't matter okay. one go all right we start off in this awesome prison asteroid planet with the warden that looks like the creature with the tentacles from return of the jedi that talk that's jabba's second in command who cares anyways uh the critters have escaped um they sent out two bounty hunters that are have glowing like like nightlight faces mm-hmm. and um then the, the we establish this farm life and there's like the dad who's like i'm a farmer i'm just gonna say thanks to my son about how he should farm and the mom who's just very uh um 
the housewifey, yeah. and then the daughter who's like, I'm going to hang out with my boyfriend, and the boy who's like, I don't know what I did on my geometry test, and then the critters land on the farm, and the bounty hunters aren't shortly behind. Well, and then there's the police station, yep, yep. and the crazy guy, Charlie. the quote crazy guy sleeping it off. the fillings and, yeah, that are... he's like receiving uh, radio signals, I guess. Um, he's sleeping off in the jail because he drinks too much. Turns out he works on that farm, I guess, fixing cars, just as charity. Um, it seems they don't like... seem to pay him. No. Um, and then he fixes the boy's slingshot, mm-hmm. and then he the boy gets in trouble and then the girl brings her uh, boyfriend over in the weirdest dinner table scene ever. weirdest dinner table he's enjoying his food and she's like we're gonna get out of here and he's like i what i'm eating and they, pull and they the just track. they just go around the house not even around it. yeah just <laughs> at the corner of the house and they go into the barn and then uh and then crit the uh spaceship comes yep. down and the guy sees the spaceship and hustles back to the house yeah and then so the dad and the son go out to look and they find a dead cow and they're like we got to get out of here and then these like little ball things start chasing and that look like the furbies not furbies mm-hmm. Uh, puff, puffins, whatever they were. Anyway, sure. who cares? We'll figure it out later. And they they start chasing them. Basically, then they get they get in the house. Um, they're they're boarding everything. They're freaking out. Um, Billy Zane goes to change the cassette, and he gets his fingers bit off. Yep. And then uh, he gets attacked and eaten. And the daughters in there freaking out. And Brad and the mom and dad all seem to forget like that the daughter was around because they left. They were like, oh my god, she's still here. So Brad goes out to save her. He throws a firecracker. The critter eats it. <laughs> smokes and then passes doesn't out. Doesn't explode. Doesn't yeah. explode. They didn't have an exploding budget for that guy. Uh, then they all get in the house. They get the gun. The critters start breaking they're being, in. They're, they were like followed him to the house yeah. and then they ran and he opened up oh, yeah. the he opens door up the front and door. Then they, they go get back in the out. house and then the critters start coming through the house and they put up a barricade yeah. and they run up the stairs and then and then they uh, realize that they have to they have to get out of here so they go and they try and get it that's that's what happens before they get locked out of the house they go try and get in the truck the truck's been eaten apart they go to billy zane's car that's been that has a critter in it the big one yeah. and then they go back in the house and from there uh oh 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 brad separates and tries to go get help and he he runs across the bounty hunters who have been causing havoc all over town the bounty hunters come start blowing up his house they end up uh he ends up his sister gets kidnapped and goes on the spaceship. Then he throws a big firecracker in there. They blow up the spaceship, but not before the critters blow up their house. Then the bounty hunters gives him a little cell phone. They rebuild the house, and then they're happy. That's pretty good. Not bad. Now we're good. We're done. That's it. Show to show ever. Not See you next week. Bad. See you next week. Um, okay. So let's start off with this the old uh, this this warden in space who does look like Jabba the Hutt's uh, right hand man. Yeah. The guy was like, Yeah, I, I, I just want to speak in vague, fake alien language all, all day. I think that's an important element to all of our shows. Yeah. If yeah. you guys, if it's your first time tuning in, this is something we try and incorporate every week. Even when it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we did it for waiting. Check out that one. Uh, one. One thing that I love about like alien creatures in movies is for some reason, even though none of them can speak English, they all know how to say, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, and that happens in this one at the end. Yeah, where they're, well, they're like about to explode because it's fun. Oh, can yeah, we play yeah, clip yeah. number eight? Uh oh. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. Nine. I forgot that I have. Eight. I skipped seven. Oh God, this is a very long clip. I must not have edited it properly. <laughs> Let's cut it. Forget it. <laughs> it didn't, my new notes uh, on the update don't edit properly. So, Interesting. Uh, that was a 30 second clip. If if you're Steve, if you're able to find the uh-oh, we'll need that <laughs> later on. <laughs> so anyways, let's go back to the movie. Sure. Yeah, they do all know how to say uh-oh. And um we established a family. The dad 
is just your typical good old salt of the earth father who's just wants his son to be on the farm and uh, the daughters. You're, it, it's very stereotypical 80s mm-hmm. family. Bickering siblings, geometry. Te- it's like they throw every cliche at the wall in the beginning just to be like, this is a family! Believe yeah. it! But, you know, it's fine. And the boy has a thermometer that he's trying to like. It's every 80s cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like 106. Yeah, right. I will say that out of all the actors, Dee Wallace is really good in this movie. She always is. She was in Poltergeist. She's incredible. But uh, she's she's so good with such silly situations. Like, I bought all of her emotions throughout this entire ridiculous film. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, that's saying something. She's, uh, she was my uh, wife's acting coach years ago. Really? Yeah. How about years that? Years ago. Isn't that funny? Well, shout out. Hey, shout out. Hey, also shout out to Corey Ular, who uh, I did not see this movie with. No, no, me neither. All <laughs> right, but still. Um I got a text and be like, we've shouted, we've shouted you out at the last three shows. Yeah. Listen. And keep the streak going. Yeah. Uh, ask him what he think of, thinks of Pixar's. Or Pixels. <laughs> Pixar. Oh, I ruined that. You did. Uh, uh, so what I was going to say is she does a great job mothering the daughter. She's, yeah. But she does a terrible job. Like, what if the kid had a 106 degree fever? Yeah. And she just like, whatever, go to school. I think he's son. tried this several times. I don't know. I never, I was the kind of kid growing up where I would feel guilty staying home from school. So I would wait till like I was on a death rattle of a cult and just be like, okay, I think I could still go. And my mom would be like, you're staying home. Yeah. Staying home all day was not like fun. Cause so there was, there was no incentive really well, except not going to school. Cause the only, cause you're, you got to think back to where like, cartoons were only in the morning yeah. and in the afternoon. There's a giant gap of time where there's nothing to do. Yeah. No one around. You didn't have cell phones. We, we usually like if I stayed home, I wasn't able to just play video games all day. No. You know, you had to do homework. It wasn't all it was cracked up to be. It's now nice. snow days were my jam. Snow though. days. Everyone had off. Anyways, let's play that. Now we're. I do want to play the first clip of the dad because even though this is supposed to be jokey, threatening, it's it's very graphic. Yeah, this is to his son where he's he's being like you know normal dad would be like boy you better get on that bus or else you're gonna catch a whooping. This takes it to an extreme. Clip number one. Get yourself ready for school, boy. Dad. You miss that bus, I'm gonna skin you and hang your bones out to dry. <laughs> Holy Jesus! Jesus. Oh, Leatherface's family called the Sawyers. They'd like to meet you. Uh, I think you have a lot in common. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, imagine those extremes of, like, get on the bus and you're fine. I mean, you think parents nowadays don't want spankings for their kids? Imagine hanging your bones out to dry. That would be frowned upon. Well, (laughs) the hanging the bones out to dry, I think, is only practical. But I think (laughs) the skinning skinning part is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. He he had just watched The Predator, and that's why he was like, he was anyway. Let's play that one more time just to scar us. (laughs) Get yourself ready for school, boy. Dad! You miss that bus, I'm going to skin you and hang your bones out to dry. (laughs) And the, the mom doesn't even react. Like, no. I wonder if it's if he comes up with a new, in, incredibly violent way of saying he's going to murder his son if he doesn't get on the bus every day. Maybe, or maybe he's their sixteenth kid, and the, fourteen of them have missed the bus. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. I don't care if you have a one hundred. And she's fever. actually in in an abusive relationship because <laughs> right. like, she's like, I can't say anything or he'll skin me and hang yeah. my bones out to dry. Yeah. So then we meet Charlie. Uh, Who's who's saying that he is having aliens communicate through his fillings, yep. through radio signals and his fillings? 
I don't know how that would work. I assume they would sound very echoey and, and just kind of like, like, how would you even, and if they don't speak the language, how would he know they're coming? Like, is it just that it's getting closer or louder? Uh, I, I don't have any answers. I to really these need questions. a prequel to this movie, even though I hate the character. I need a prequel to understand him. More. Maybe just like a featurette. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> we don't need a full Charlie film. Yeah, being Charlie. Okay, uh-huh. you're right. You're right. And um, what's oh god, what's her name? Oh crap, she's in everything. Lynn. <sighs> she's in the Insidious movies. She's in this movie. I gotta find it out. But there's a clip where um, her intro clip. It's when she's talking to the sheriff. Can we play clip number two? Come on, pal. Well, this here says that John Travolta used to be a waitress in Fort Myers, Florida. (laughs) What's happening here, Sal? (laughs) So good. What's happening here, Sal? Oh, damn it. Now I can't find it. Um, God, I know she's she's in everything now. Uh, 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 Angela Bassett. Yes, Angela Bassett. Lynn Shea. That's her name, Lin Shay. Lin Shay. She's the older woman who comes and does the uh, seance, uh, uh-huh. the uh, exorcism in the Insidious House. She's awesome, and she's super funny in this movie. I think she's really funny too. Like that whole exchange is great. Chapter Fulcher used to be a waitress. Yeah, it's like that would have surprised me. I would have led with that also. I also wonder if John Travolta heard this reference and then agreed to do uh, hairspray when he was like, you know what. Or this willed it to happen. John Travolta. People don't know this. He was signed on to do Critters Five. And it just never... It never happened. It never happened Sadly. for him. Yeah. Because uh, Angela Bassett sunk the franchise. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Classic Bassett. <laughs> Actually, she's way too good for this franchise. Yeah. Anyways, um, so then after that, uh, there's... They have another shot of the... They have another cutaway to the bounty hunters. Um, and the warden... And the alien warden guy just gives this huge exposition dump, like... I know you you had to leave so quickly, so I didn't get to say this before. It's the most overt dialogue ever. Yeah. Uh, these critters, they're heading to a place called Earth. They will consume all of its... Re- the eight of them somehow will consume all the resources. I don't know really what they're worried about. It seems like they're just like a, a pest problem. Yeah, you know? and I sort of feel like it's maybe not your problem anymore if they're in a different galaxy. Yeah, right? Like, but- is, is this the galaxy FBI? I guess you, so. You know I mean? They're like, like the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. What is what is your jurisdiction here? I guess folks? everywhere. But they don't really. The thing is, let's talk about the bounty hunters for a second, Cause please. Because then, then they they have to change their face, so they watch all this montage of '80s videos, and the one guy turns into a rock star in this hilarious uh, '80s rock video, and the other guy can't figure out who to transform into yet. He's he's very. It seems like the one is a very competent bounty hunter, and the other's like his idiot brother that he's like, "Come on, warden, just let me bring him along," because he's terrible at everything. Yeah, and he doesn't get better in the second one, and sadly, he dies in the second. Oh, one. spoiler. You know his name is Lee, and the other one's name is Ugg. That like that's the the actor's name. No, the character. Oh, the names. character's name Lee and Ugg. Lee is the dumb one, and Ugg is the rock star. Well, I can't judge that because I don't know if those are popular names on their planet. You're right. So Ugg might be like, oh, sorry, my name's Ugg. Everybody's yeah, Ugg here. It's like Dave. <laughs> but anyways, these bounty hunters. We'll skip around a little bit because the bounty hunters, when they come to Earth, they they're very aggressive. So if they're so worried about saving us, they just first off they. Let's just. Uh, I feel like I'm skipping too much, but well, the, I, I what I do want to say about yeah. these bounty hunters, and you touched on it a little bit, is the second one doesn't turn into human. Like yeah. the first one takes an identity, and the second one doesn't. It's like why? Why didn't you do that? You're well, coming to Earth. It's because he can't. 
for some reason he I think he needs a face to face transformation or something. I don't know. I don't know what the rule is. I don't know. But because then they play it up in the second one a ton where he's about to turn into Charlie again and then Charlie pulls out a Playboy and he turns into a playmate and then later on he turns into like this super annoying nerdy guy, so then Charlie brings out the Playboy again before he turns into Freddy Krueger because he's looking at a Freddy Krueger poster. So it's almost like this guy just can't hold on to his personalities. Well, he holds on to it once he gets it in this one. But the other guy... He changes twice, three times. Oh, does... He's I the dead cop. It. He's the dead cop, uh-huh. then he's the priest, and then he's Charlie. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, but so... But the first guy is a rock star. Yeah. And it has no bearing on anything. And no one notices except oh, the, the sun. Only the sun at the end. Like, you'd think this guy's huge and people would be like, whoa! Right. And I thought that that's what it was going to be. Yeah. Like, people were going to be like, oh, small town, big rock star coming to visit. What's <laughs> nope. going on? No, no one noticed. No one noticed. Nobody noticed. Nobody it was cared. great. Yeah. It's like whenever you talk to, you know, your family back home or whatever and it's like, uh, who's that guy in that movie with the thing? And it's like, George Clooney? Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. And you're like, how do you, what? How do you yeah. know that? Anyways. Like um, the guy who did the spot on yeah. L.A. Law. So, so we I don't, have, I don't know. Uh, I love, I love the details of, um, oh, here's what I said. Uh, Charlie, until they showed him being a mechanic, it seems like he just hangs out with Brad and they blow stuff up together. Yeah. And then he fixes Charlie, or he Charlie fixes Brad's uh, slingshot and stupidly aims it at a can that's directly in line with the family. That just seems like a hazard. Yeah, I thought that he was going to break that car because they were making such a big deal about the car. Yeah. And the car was such a huge thing in the background of what he was Was it the boyfriend's at. car? The boyfriend's car, That yeah. said what it, his license plate says, too great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then he, he just hits gooses, the daughter. She, yeah, just gooses her. Yeah. And then she gets mad, and then Brad takes the fall because he doesn't want Charlie. Such a good guy. Such a good guy, right? Yeah. For a whatever-year-old kid he is. Geometry-age student. 13. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so then, <laughs> geometry-age student. They set up Billy Zane to be kind of this douchebag, but then, like, April's going for his inner thigh under the table and trying to maybe give him a hand ski, and he's like, no, babe, no. He's being very polite to D. Yeah. Wallace, like, this food is delicious. And she's like, Mom, whatever, we're going to go. She's being really shitty. And Billy Zane is just like, oh, okay, I guess. And the best moment of this entire movie is when Brad looks up from the window and she's like, I'm going to drive. And you, th- the hell was that? Are we being attacked? Was that an earthquake? <laughs> I thought there was an earthquake. Oh, oh God, oh, oof. God. For a second there, I literally thought we I thought we were going to get another presidential alert. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so they pull out. They don't even pull out of the driveway. She drives, and you think she's going to go, like, tearing off. Uh-huh. She pulls around, and and the butt of the car is still sticking out from behind the barn. So they don't even dis- mask the car at all. Then they immediately get out after three seconds of driving, and she drags him into the barn and goes, nobody ever comes up here. And they play super loud music from their cassette player as they make out. Yep. Feet. Like ten feet from their house. Yep, it makes no sense. And but again, he's like, I, I fell don't... off the couch laughing when they're like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> so silly. Um, but yeah, even then, Billy Zane's like, we can't do this here. And he's allergic to the yeah. to the hay. Yeah, he's a lovable guy. Yeah, his ponytail and his license plate. Just you know, y- you judge the book by its cover because of those two things. I certainly did. And he has a weak immune system. I he think. does. And then, so, so uh, Charlie sees the aliens fly above. Uh, the spaceship lands near the farm. The critters are discussing what's going on. Can we play clip number three? This is Critter Speak. 
<laughs> it goes on forever. <laughs> sure does. I love it. I love it so much. Anyways, that's all these clips. I did edit them on my phone, and then when I emailed them, they didn't edit for some reason. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, they then we find they come up across this bull that's been gnawed apart and just like bones, uh-huh. and it's super gory and awesome. And then I love that the deputy is now the first guy that gets killed, where he's driving and what looks like a furry tumbleweed goes across. Like he thinks it's a dog, so he swerves very dangerously to miss it. Yeah, rather than slamming on his brakes. And then I think he pulls out a gun and is like, "Come here, doggy." And it's like, if you're that worried about what, it looks like you're going to kill the dog now. So why didn't you just? Yeah, they there's huge swings in this movie from very willingly killing things to very <laughs> like just trying not to. Yeah. Yeah. That was a sentence. Yeah, that was something. It's yeah. probably more than sentences I say. Yeah. Uh, he, and long story short, he ends up going under the car. And he ends up getting pulled under the car and mm-hmm. eaten. And then when the bounty hunters come across him, uh, they see his dead body. And Lee turns into him. But he looks like a zombie version of him. Cause, and I thought that that's why he was that personality. But I think Lee is just dense and doesn't know. Yeah. This led to things. my favorite moment. In yeah. The what movie, is it? Where the two bounty hunters try and figure out how to drive this car. Yes. And they're just like rubbing things and pressing buttons so and turning things and they shoot the shotgun through the roof of the car. And they drive in reverse. They drive for in miles. reverse the whole way. Yeah. It's pretty it's good. Like, it's like Vin Diesel in The Fate of the Furious when he won the race in the beginning of the movie by driving backwards while the car was on fire. Do you think that's what this is what Fate of the Furious borrowed from? I think so. Probably. I think so. Did you know Vin Diesel was in this movie? Uh, yeah, he was the large critter. Uh huh. Yeah, because he was a child at the time. He was, but he was a, he was a muscular child. A lot of people don't know that he received tutoring on set for his geometry yep. exam. <laughs> <laughs> so then the de- we'll fast forward a little bit. The critters are stalking around the house. There's that cool shot where the red eyes come up in the window when D Wallace turns away. Uh, the dad goes down in the into the. Um, the cellar because the power goes out, right? Yes, the and, power and the phones. I think yeah, and so they realize yeah. that the phones have been chewed apart. He gets attacked. He gets bit on this one spot where it feels like the makeup artist just didn't want to have to keep doing blood because he constantly just keeps yeah. getting bit on the left shoulder. Yeah, it's every and my favorite thing is anytime somebody gets attacked, it's like whenever I'm playing like and being goofy with my daughter and I pretend like one of her stuffed animals is attacking me and I just hold it and go like. Aah! That's what it looks like. It's just like, it's not animatronic. Nothing's moving. It's just this like furry puppet that's not moving as they fling around. And it's hysterical every time. Sure. Yeah. And and never ceased to entertain me to to, uh, a lot of degrees, actually. How many degrees, Ben? At least 32. 32 degrees. 32 degrees Celsius. Celsius. Oh. We both did it. Uh, Then uh, we talked about how uh, um, the sister, um, Billy Zane's death is my favorite, I think, in the whole movie. They show him reach up for the tape recorder, and then a critter bites his fingers clean off, and he's just like, again, PG-13, and he has his fingers chopped off, and he's sitting there screaming. He gets his gut eaten. I don't know. Billy Zane's uh, uh, looks like he had he's kind of delicious for these critters to eat, right? But they just yeah. eat his stomach, and that's it. Then they just leave him be. Yeah. I mean... That's every, why they're so hungry. They're on... I believe they're on the keto diet. Oh, that's what it is. Is that what it is, where you can only eat certain amounts yep. at certain times of the day? Yep, that's what it I is. I might have that wrong, but I think that's what they were doing. I think so. Yeah. I think so. They were rationing. They were, I'm on the Fritos diet. <laughs> Are you? Just eat Fritos. That's, so far, it's working out terribly. Frowned upon. I don't I'm, think uh, that's a thing. I'm, I'm barely conscious right now. Yeah. I've only had Fritos today. Well, don't recommend it. Don't recommend it. Uh, there's this weird church scene that happens. 
Uh, and I hope to God this sound clip is correct. Let's play it. Clip number four. Tonight, I would like to read to you from the book of Genesis, chapter 19, which, as most of you know, is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so they intro this church. And he's talking about Sodom and Gomorrah, which we know is like a depraved place in the Old Testament. But like the fact that there are these two old ladies that are like stoked for church porn, like, yeah, give me that OT Old Testament porn, some BC. You also, know? maybe you can answer this better than I can. What what day is this supposed to be? I have no idea. Because what church at night? At night on a school night? Yeah. Like what? What? Maybe they're Catholic. Is Isn't that like Catholics I, I to go no Wednesdays idea. or something? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm Rastafarian. <laughs> Perfect. So That's such know. a weird... And which many of you... Genesis, <laughs> which many of you know is Sodom and Gomorrah. It's like, what? And then just the giggles killed me. <laughs> yeah. Especially the one... <laughs> it's almost like they think the priest is attractive, and they're thinking of him Sodom and Gomorrahing them. Right. Is what it is. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Not I, to be confused with Gomorrah from... Uh, Infinity War. Sure. Avengers. Yeah. Remember when we saw that in MX-40? Yeah, I do remember that. That's dope. It was definitely... Anyways, uh, this is something you mentioned in Killer Clowns from Outer Space as well, which is when one of the characters goes off on these wild theories about what the creatures are, and so Brad is trying to formulate in his brain what these creatures could be, and this is clip number five. What the hell are those things? They're from outer space, like Charlie says. Bradley. Maybe there's some government experiment gone haywire. They used to be gophers, but got zapped by some radioactive... Bradley. <laughs> I like how that cuts off some radioactive Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's radioactive Bradley, sir? Yeah, I could see any of those. Ask the government. Those all seem... You know, those all seem logical. Sure, sure. Uh, right? I, I think my first... Probably what I would go to first is some maybe just like some earthly species. Yeah. No, I would try and figure out: Is this maybe like but they a did gopher? see the ship? Right, they saw the ship fly over. Did, or no, Charlie did. They just heard it. Uh, I know. I think they saw it. They saw it. I okay. think they saw it. But even so, like that could have been a low flying airplane. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, okay. But imagine that you're out in a field and mm-hmm. you see something fly over, and Are then you, these strange monsters start attacking. I would think alien. It, but these strange could be animals. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would, think alien animals. It would take me a really long time to be like, that was UFO. That's why you aliens. need me around, so I can be like, Jesse, those Clearly. are freaking aliens. Clearly. Let's get some alien killing weapons going I don't, on. I think we should put out a bear trap and see what happens. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so then so then, what happens when they go to the church, These the bounty hunters show up, and the one, Lee, turns into the priest. Everybody freaks out. They, they say, where are all the Christs, is what they call them. And I thought they were going to do some kind of play on Christ at that moment. Yeah. Because they're in a church. That's prime time to be like, oh, my God. Is, he, is it the second coming? Or anything. Any kind of thing like, sorry. Whatever. There was some kind of wordplay they could have done. And instead, they just blow up the altar and blow up the, the podium and then just leave. Yeah, they blew up the organ, which you, the wouldn't, organ, yes. you wouldn't expect out of a musician. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. He apparently got no backstory when he transformed. Yeah, it's too bad. And then the bounty hunters go to a bowling alley where uh, the dad's team is waiting for him to show up. That's right. And again, they're like, where are the Kreitz? They th- they toss a bowling ball overhand, and it crushes the pins to the point where they're disintegrated into powder. Yeah, which is, I didn't realize that a bowling ball could do that to bowling pins, because that's what they're made for. <laughs> 
Like, even if you threw a bowling ball as hard as you could, it still shouldn't be able to do that. Right, yeah. It's meant to be hit by that. Also, why don't the bounty hunters ever use their super strength for anything other than lifting people up and having everyone make sure they notice how high the person's being lifted so we as an audience go, man, that is high. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah. They never, like, punch a critter. Why didn't they, like, punch... Th- I wish a critter was jumping, and I'm going to make a remake of Critters. Yeah. And I wish a critter was jumping, and the bounty hunter punched through its head, and then its hand, his hand was stuck in the mouth, and he had to, like, fling it off. Oh, it would be cool if he then kept it on. Yeah. Just as a, a badge. Yeah. He had for two. the rest of and the then, movie. No, then he flips them around and just uses their teeth as claws to yeah. slice and dice. See? Yeah. We should write the new Critters. What do you got here? What's this? Oh, yeah, here we go. Perfect. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to throw in the bowling scene a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. You got this? Uh, are they seeing this back home? Here we go. Okay, so we're looking at the ball. What is this? And he palmed it, too, by the way, like an NBA basketball player. Yep. And then just backhand, <laughs> one bounce. <laughs> but for some reason, it, like, it broke the pins, but the lane itself was fine, <laughs> even though he bounced it. But, for, like, the same amount of force? Maybe those pins were made out of candy. I don't know. No. It was super weird. So, again, these bounty hunters don't... Like you said in the beginning, it's, it doesn't seem like it's their problem, so just let it happen. They show up on Earth, they start blowing things up. They're not flying under the radar. No. They're definitely not keeping a low profile. And in the second one, it's even less of a low profile. Then they end up... So... Oh, then we start to find out that the, when the critters shoot the thing, it, it makes you sleepy because it happened to the dad in the when he gets, he gets bit on the left shoulder again, and then the mom gets stuck in the neck, mm. and she's like asleep for twenty minutes of the movie. Uh, the critters start busting in. There's that cool scene where uh, we're cool. I use the term loosely. Where Brad has the shotgun mm-hmm. and he gets he trips and shoots the fan and then ducks out of the way and then the fan crushes the critter. Yeah, that was pretty great. I I, I like that for its cheese factor. <laughs> Um, what else? What else was there? Because we're running out of there time. Was, a so. critter ended up in the toilet. Yeah. Steve and I were talking about this before. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he lights him on fire, mm-hmm. and the one catches on fire and then runs in the toilet and hangs out in the toilet for about 40 minutes. Sure does. Just waiting. Well, there's no better place to <laughs> stalk your prey. <laughs> no better place, yeah. And then Brad decides he's going to go out for help because they're all held up in there. The dad's wounded. He's bleeding out. The mom's unconscious. And the sister, they've boarded up the room. He, they can't get in the cars. We've already talked about how the, both cars are destroyed. So he goes, he's going to make a run for it. And this is what his sister says to him. You think she's going to say something super important or, like, inspirational, and instead it's just this. Brad? See you. <laughs> Could you imagine that if it was, like, if, like... You were about to do a major stand-up show or or a big sketch show uh-huh. or something, and and backstage I'm just like Jesse, see you. Okay, what? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Okay. Like, are you trying to make me late? Are you okay? Are you trying to stop I mean, me from yeah. going out there? Yeah. No, no. I just I could honestly I just couldn't think of anything inspirational to say, so I just want to be like, hey, you're not gonna. Die from embarrassment out there. I'll see you later. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everything's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what's even weirder? In the second one, his love interest, Brad's love interest, because Brad's now a little older, uh, Sans family. Again, I fast forwarded through the plot. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm sure it's very integral. Uh, he, his love interest looks almost identical to his sister in this movie, mm-hmm. and it weirded me out because I was like, 
at first I thought it was his sister again because I was fast forwarding. And then I was like, why is he kissing his sister? Oh, this is a totally different actress. But they're brunette and look very similar and same age. I think you maybe should have watched the plot. Yeah, maybe. I- <laughs> I'm going to watch three and four the same way where I just go, critters, yeah. critters. Uh-huh. The first one I watched in its entirety because that's sure. my job. And by job, I mean unpaid. Yep. Uh, <laughs> often what I mean when so, I say job. Yeah. So, oh, this is awesome. When the, when, um, when the daughter is April, when she's standing in front of the dresser and the giant critter's arm rips through and tries to get her. Yeah. And then they never really show the giant critter that much. I yeah. was really bummed. I wanted to see more of this. But the mom goes full on like Death Wish on him with, she, with the gun and just starts blasting critters and they explode in this green goo and just like fur chunks all over. It's awesome. Yeah. And this is when she goes full on mama bear on their asses. Can we play clip number seven? There is no seven. That's all right. Play that again. She's so good. Out of context, you almost can't even understand what she's saying. But she's saying, get out of my house. Yeah. And what she should have said was, hey. See ya. (laughs) She should have. She said, hey. See ya. Yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. She would have had their attention for a full, like, three seconds of silence where they would have been like, what? What? I'm in the middle of attacking you. What? And not to rewind, but like you were saying, that scene where they're on the porch forever Mm -hmm. and as they get locked out and Brad climbs up and dodges the, the, I almost say Twitter every time, the critter um, needles Mm -hmm. that, that they're shooting at him. And there's two critters just hopping up the porch, taking forever. Maybe they just were trying to build up the fear because maybe. Maybe the endorphins we give off from fear are tastier. I'm going to say that. Probably. It's not a plot hole. That's what they were going for. That's what, yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. were like, they'll get it. Because it's like a... Th- we don't have to explain it. They'll get it. Because it's like a three-minute... Where yeah. they could have eaten all three of them. Yeah. Also... They're out of ammo. When when he opens the front door for them, he opens a deadbolt. How did th- how did that lock? Yeah. They clearly show the bottom lock. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Oh, come on. We got to remake Critters. All right. So then the bounty hunters... Oh, Brad flags down the, what he thinks is the cops, and it yes. ends up being the bounty hunters. And uh, it's the priest and... Uh, oh, no, no. First, Charlie runs into him on his bike. Yes. Uh, and now it's... Who cares? Anyways, the bounty hunters are now at the house. And their way of... I feel like their weapons are very phallic-looking. They basically... <laughs> Are giant growing metallic metallic penises. It's yeah. like they go, they specifically have these giant guns already, and it's like you think that's big. You know, they're growers yeah. and showers. I wonder what that does. I, the extension. It seems like they should be able to moderate uh, the the impact of their blasts because it just seems like one giant destructive explosion that yeah. they shoot out. Yeah, because. They tear apart this poor family's house. I mean, I know they have a critter's infestation, but, like, have a little bit of sympathy for them rebuilding, which they do at the end. But they A little bit, but then when... They shoot the, the critter in the toilet, and it just blows up the entire toilet and part of the floor and wall. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say when the spaceship comes by and blows the house up, and the house explodes, yeah. but the pieces that explode remain, like, fully intact and not... Not damaged in any way that you could just easily re-put the house together. <laughs> and on top of that, then, so we're, we got three minutes. Um, basically, the bounty hunters just come around and start wreaking havoc um, and just destroying everything. The sheriff shows up, M. Emmett Walsh, and he's pretty useless in it. Yep. Then uh, April gets taken off to the ship. Brad follows. He grabs her out of there, and then... 
he throws a firecracker in into the ship, uh, and but isn't able to light it. Isn't able to light it. So then what does he? He do? drops the firecracker, and then the oh, yeah. the drunk guy whose name oh, yeah. I forget, he, Charlie Molotov cocktail. He has a Molotov cocktail, and they they throw it and get it into the ship somehow. <laughs> this drunk guy has really good aim. It's a tremendous aim from like thirty yards away. <laughs> yeah. um, gets it into the ship, and uh, then it still takes enough time to yeah. like let give the alien the opportunity or the critter the opportunity to blow up the house yep. but again like the same thing that i said about the the bounty hunters why do they care the critter is leaving yeah why do they need to be a, why do they need to blow it up they're just being dicks at that point i guess it's like man and because they're like <laughs> and then they go ah, ah, and they blow up but the funniest thing is they show the exact i, I rewound it mm-hmm. they show the house the shot where the house blows up and then there's a second shot where like it really blows up and all the wood chunks fly out yeah when the ship blows up you see that go poof, and then it cuts to the exact same shot we just saw of the house exploding <laughs> again yeah so it's like the house gets double exploded yeah and then uh, the bounty hunters are like, you did good. Call me sometime and gives Brad a space cell phone. The bounty hunters really didn't do anything. They killed like four of them. This family did more and then Brad saved the day. So they're kind of useless. Yeah, and the bounty hunters were just driving and they're aimlessly probably getting paid. Yeah. until until the Just beating up people them. and blowing yeah. up altars and yeah. organs. They're being real jerks. Where there were no critters. Yeah. No. Come on. Yeah. Like, why are you just blowing stuff up with no critters present? Yeah, didn't I can see if they saw a cat or a dog and thought it was a critter, and that's why, but they're just being assholes. Yeah. Anyways, then we think all is fine. We go into the barn, and there's a bunch of critter eggs sitting there, which, again, bounty hunters, maybe you case the area before you leave. Yeah. Uh, are they... How do they lay these eggs? I guess they're asexual. They just can reproduce on their own. I guess. And they were like, let's wait till we get on Earth for two hours, yeah. and then I'm going to put them there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's very. I had a blast. Very with this movie. manipulative. Critters too. There's even more critters gore and craziness. I can't speak for the plot because I didn't watch it. Because you don't but know it. Man, that critters <laughs> action was awesome. That's all the time we have for this week. Uh, we're going to be back next week. Jesse won't be here. I'm going to try and figure out a guest co-host. Yep. Um, we definitely are thinking about doing. I know what you did last summer or Planet Terror sometime this month. But please keep your suggestions coming because all it takes is two votes. And Jesse, until next time, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at too much Jesse and first sketch at the prom losers you can find me at the ben begley on twitter and instagram and this weekend only if you're in the los angeles area at shriek fest at raleigh studios in hollywood uh there's one inside the house the new monster horror creature feature short that i did i guess it would be a creature short anyways uh this cool horror comedy that i did with my buddy matt cunningham it's premiering on the west coast 12 to 1 30 in their short film block you can check it out on my Twitter. I've been posting it like crazy. And also, if you're at L.A. Comic Con at the end of the month, Funhouse Massacre is uh, going to be at 1 p.m. on October 26th. So come by and say hi and come see it on the big screen. Until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>